This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The cost of a data breach has never been higher. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Lamore Kessem, Executive Security Advisor at IBM. Welcome back, Lamore. Hi, Tanya. Remind our audience, if you will, what it is that you do at IBM. At IBM, I'm a security advisor. I work with all our research teams to map the trends and the emerging security stories that we find out through our research and help security leaders basically make um, better decisions, understand risks better, how it's relevant to their business and what they can do about it. You guys, again, partnered with the Ponemon Institute and uh, just released your 2021 edition of its annual cost of data breach report. How long has IBM been compiling this report and how many data breaches does this year's report examine? Well, this report is, it's about 16 years now uh, ongoing and um, IBM has been partnering with the report for about a decade. Uh, so this report is is interesting and important on its own because of, first of all, that, you know, it builds up on previous reports, but also the fact that it's been covering this really tough year in security, right? The pandemic year and everything that came with it. So I've been finding this report more fascinating than ever. Where do you get your information for each report? So we talk to companies, we interview them in, in a lot of details. And in this specific report, we had 537 companies from across 17 different countries. So um, we also, you know, map the trends to different areas, to different types of uh, companies. Um, we look at different sizes of data breaches, small breaches, breaches of above 50 million records lost. Uh, we look at the industries. Uh, so there's a lot of data in there. So let's dive into this a little bit. You mentioned the pandemic. How did the pivot to remote work affect uh, enterprise data security? If anybody had to forecast it, they would have said, well, if everybody is remote, then you're going to have to you know, push a lot of stuff to the cloud. That's going to cause delays in um, catching data breaches and containing them. It's probably going to rise costs as well. So everybody would be right if that's what they predicted. Um, of course, with you know having to really escalate and um, accelerate the move to the cloud and cloud journeys, having to you know, push forward to enable everybody to, to work remotely uh, and to connect all kinds of devices to the network and everything. Uh, that broad breach costs up 10%. It's the highest breach cost we've ever seen uh, for this uh, from, from the cost of a data breach report. And if we look at year over year, that's 10% uh, difference from last year. So um, it's, it's been an impactful year for sure. So what is the cost then of a typical breach? The cost of a typical breach is $4.24 million. That's when we look at a global average. Then if we look at other industries and other countries, 
it could go up or down depending on where the uh, company is. And also what kind of, you know, security controls are they use? What kind of other mitigating uh, factors did they have? I can tell you that the United States for the 11th year in a row had the highest breach costs of over $9 million on average across the companies that we interviewed. And the healthcare sector also 11th year in a row, highest breach costs. They had $9.23 million on average for a breach. And that's a $2 million jump from the previous year. That's how badly they were attacked last year. Okay, this is not an area we want to lead. Okay, Lamora, I just want to say that right now. Uh, what are the root causes of data breaches and what type of data was most commonly compromised? Uh, the root causes, uh, we actually looked at all the different root causes. We also looked at what was the cost of a breach in case of that root cause, right? So the leading thing was um, stolen credentials. We all know there are billions of stolen credentials out there. And this should definitely encourage organizations to understand, you know, your multi-factor authentication that's been sitting on the uh, in the roadmap for the past 10 years it's really high time that it becomes reality because this is the number one way for attackers to get in. And it's a pretty costly breach as well, over $4 million for this. Um, interestingly, uh, it was followed by phishing and other types of attacks. Um, and then interestingly, we saw that business email compromise, although it was only in 4% of the cases, had the highest impact where breaches their costs over $5 million each. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The report also looked at so-called mega breaches. Tell us what you learned there. Well, mega breaches are always a big uh, issue, and especially um, you know in regulated industries where you have a regulator that's going to impose fines and the cost of the breach and everything. So, um, for example, in the healthcare sector, mega breaches could cost way over four hundred million dollars. On the good news side, what tools or technologies helped mitigate the breaches? So the tools and technologies that shown in this uh, respect were using AI and automation. Um, it was also a zero trust approach, you know, where you kind of revoke access to things unless you re-verify the user, re-verify the context. This is also a place where AI can be used. Um, and also, you know, the deployment type of how is the company working? If they're working with hybrid clouds, they had the lowest uh, breach costs in terms of deployments, whether it's on-premise, private cloud, uh, public cloud, et cetera. And I think those things made sense. Um, for the, the first two, when we looked at AI and automation and zero trust as well, this is where maturity mattered a lot. The more mature they were on their journey in these parts, uh, in these factors, the lower their breach costs were, where they could save anywhere between a million and two million dollars um, in each case. So that was really important. Um, and also in the uh, hybrid cloud situation, it was like, okay, why did, you know, why was it cheaper in hybrid cloud? If you typically as a security profession say, uh, well, if it on-premise or private cloud, I have a lot more control. I'm a, I'm a lot more secure per se. Well, I think it's about not putting all your eggs in the same place. And the breaches could be very costly, even if they are just in one central place where you supposedly have control, but if you're breached, you kind of lost that control. So that was interesting to see as well that um, the hybrid cloud being, you know, 
inherently sectioned. I mean, if you if an attacker breached one area, it does not necessarily mean they could breach another cloud or another section of the uh, extended infrastructure. So those were factors that help mitigate costs. All right, how do we get a copy of the report? You can get a copy of the report on IBM Security Intelligence and just go to the X4. So it's going to be featured there anyways. You can also just Google cost of a data breach 2021. You're probably going to get a link to that report very easily. So that's one way to get it. Thank you, Lamore Kessem, Executive Security Advisor at IBM. If somebody wants to follow you, Lamore, how can they do that? I'm on Twitter a lot at iCyberFighter. Oh, I still love that. Thanks again, Lamore. <laughs> Thank you. And find and subscribe to my interviews right here on all the major podcast platforms under the Tanya Hall Innovation Show or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.